Yeah, so like my nipples are chafing right now. <laughs> it's what? really bad. It's what? awful. This room is freezing. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to turn the heat on? No, no, it's cool. <laughs> Just Whoa. noticed it. Oh, all right. All right. That was a good intro. Yeah. Um, so I'm Adam. Hey, I'm Caleb. And uh, this is uh, The Wind. Yeah, this is The Wind. It's our podcast. We're back again this week. Yeah, we're back again. Um, I was just telling Adam about my TV box. Oh, yeah, the the TV box. So you're talking about independent films earlier. Yeah, yeah. If you ever get the chance to get this, if you have Wi-Fi on campus uh, or in your dorm, there's a box called Cody, and it's made by Android. Okay. But well, I mean, it's not the box isn't called Cody. The program's called Cody, and it's just a bunch of infinite free streams of everything. Every TV show, every movie, so that every film ever made, and it's free and it's legal. Okay, so it's not just independent films. It's no, it's everything like stuff that's in theaters right now. Okay. Some of it's like, uh, we'll say cam, so which means someone literally filmed it with a camera. Yeah, yeah. In the theater, and um, you know you want to look for HD or SD streams, but mm-hmm. um, they're streams from websites, and the reason why it's legal is because you're not downloading it, you're streaming it. Oh. Wow, so you're that. surfing the web and uh it's only yeah it's only illegal if you download it and keep it and then oh, it's yeah. even more illegal if you try to sell it but they're not making <laughs> money off of it uh anyway yeah i got one of my guitar students he's uh 59 years old he's his name is bob hi bob uh i'm going to teach him right after this we're going to work <laughs> on some uh lead guitar stuff anyway yeah for uh we traded a month's lessons for one of these boxes and it's wow. this box and it's loaded up with this stuff and it's an actual Google like Android box for like surfing the web on your TV and stuff. You hook okay. up to your router and you can watch anything you want and you can just search. Like I searched the word cop in movies mm-hmm. on one of the stream loaders and like all every movie that had anything to do with cops Whoa. came up and it was like all these weird independent Chinese films and <laughs> weird so like cool. just like weird stuff that you've never even heard of. So if you want to get into some cool stuff yeah is that how you were watching bob's burgers yeah that's how katie yeah. she like literally and i don't know if we should be talking about this because i'm sure it's frowned upon but well it's not illegal <laughs> i mean <laughs> you know no, they have to make money somehow when they when you buy their movies and it, yeah and it's free on TV. all you have to pay for is internet like we don't pay for cable we don't pay for netflix or anything mm-hmm. we just pay for our charter internet and i think that should be enough like if if it's on the internet it's just a more organized version of it it's just so you don't have to search for it on the web it's just (laughs) there and um there's no laws against organizations unless there is is there laws against organizations (laughs) i don't think there is i mean criminal organization that's different. Yeah, so maybe the people that are streaming it could get in trouble. The ones like ripping it and recording yeah. it on TV and then putting it on. Yeah. And what are they getting out of it, I wonder? Like, what? Is, there's some dude who's yeah. just like, I'm going to take all of these shows and movies and put them on the internet for free. For yeah, how do they get people to do that? Because if they're paying them, then that's illegal. It would have maybe to be. the shows pay the people to do it. Maybe the for government. For popularity? It's the Illuminati. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it all comes down to that, man. How did Michael Jackson die? Illuminati. 
How did yeah. MCA from the Beastie Boys die? Illuminati. He choked on a fork. Oh, okay, that's different. But uh, Prince, Prince was killed by the Illuminati. Yeah, I can believe that actually. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about. Do you think, um, the all-seeing eye on the Illuminati symbol, the one that's on our dollar bill, do you think that's like a symbol for the third eye? I, I don't know. I always thought our maybe. Podcast, why don't we call our podcast The Third Eye? <laughs> we talk about it every time. <laughs> so interesting. Just but go yeah. into it. Anyway, what, what, what were you saying? I don't know. I, I When I first saw it and noticed it, I was like, hmm, that could be it. But also, I don't know. I, I never really looked into it. And I know if you do look into it, there's going to be all these conspiracy nuts that have taken over the internet in that area. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why they put that in there. I. I have no idea. Maybe the everyone that's a part of the Illuminati has the third eye open and they can see everything. I. Yeah, I believe that though. I mean, whatever you think the Illuminati actually is, they. It's a bunch of enlightened people that are. Yeah. But they turn that. evil, maybe, and that's why they want to control everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, because there's got to be something that's at the top of everything like that is literally monitoring and seeing and that is in control of all government that even some sub levels of government don't even know about like maybe obama doesn't even know about them but someone does okay yeah if that makes sense yeah. like i've always thought yeah. that there's speaking of conspiracies uh whoever this all seeing organization or being or whatever it is because i think the real the real straight up the g the real guy Mm -hmm. is god but i think on earth there's something that's like the god of everything is like a mother nature type of thing no it's like actual people and they're so well kept and they literally everything that happens almost almost to the t is how they want it to go like the way okay i should have shut off my phone the way that uh our society is and how pretty much everyone is a slave to the system. Yeah. Is all part of their design. Okay, so it's like, a, like an upper level type yeah, of people. Yeah, to support the top 0.001%. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. They keep all the money, pay none of the taxes. The middle mm-hmm. class does all the work, pays all the taxes. And then the poor are there to scare the shit out of the middle class to keep them going to them jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of conspiracies, you know how there's some really good conspiracies that make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe the one I'm talking about right now, which may or may not make a lot of sense. <laughs> but then there's some really whack job ones yeah, that are yeah. just like, come on, dude, you're being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They say there's a, another conspiracy to go, see, to go along <laughs> with that, that they pay people to come up with ridiculous ones so it makes all conspiracies look like just like garbage just like okay yeah boulder dash i can see that if that makes sense so like they'll pay their friend john schman to come up with this crazy thing Mm -hmm. who has a lot of internet popularity whatever and post it and then they'll be like oh well that's obviously fake so this one that this guy that actually is real or whatever you put actual thought into looks silly yeah and i think that goes along the same lines as um when the media will try to 
they they just they're just putting all of this crap out to people all of the time when they're just trying to cover up something that the government's doing that's a lot yeah. bigger and scarier. And that's really obvious, and I don't understand why people yeah. like any time. A lot of time they just choose to ignore it. I feel like they're yeah. just like I don't want to accept that my government hates me. And <laughs> you it's know. not that they hate you; it's just that they literally don't care about well, you. Yeah, yeah. But they do care about you in the sense of. Um, if you weren't there, they wouldn't be where they are. Yeah, they need you. Yeah, but they don't care if you die because there's just another person there to mm-hmm. replace you. But they're they would be afraid of you in large numbers if like if you rose up and try. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, and I guess I understand that mentality. Like if if you see oh not if you see someone die, but if you hear of someone getting hit by a bus and they died, you're not really sad about it. You don't really care. And if which is messed up. Yeah, it is messed up, but you didn't know them personally, and, then, you know, there's... But that's your brother or your sister. Yeah. And or your human race. Yeah, it's someone, it's someone's wife or cousin or whatever that they're going right. to miss, and, you know, you kind of in adapt- some way you're related to them. Just We've kind of adopted that whole mentality of the upper 1% that doesn't really care about... Mm-hmm people below them i guess in that sense but uh what was it what was i reading i was reading this uh it wasn't an article it was a story inside this article sorry i keep brushing your leg with my toe <laughs> that's cool uh it was this article and it said uh so there's this guy oh no it's, it, it's telling the story and it puts you as the main character okay. and uh, am i going away from our topic too much no okay so you're talking about topic okay (laughs) yeah we don't really have a topic it's the wind yeah (laughs) uh so this guy or they're telling the story and they put you as the main character so they say you're driving down the road okay and you die (laughs) you get hit by uh, a semi you go to this place you wake up and there's this guy there and it's just like this emptiness and uh he's you're like who are you and he's like i'm god and he's like, oh, what will happen to me? What will happen to my family? And uh, he's like, well, that's what, that's what I like to see is that you're worrying about your family first. That shows that you're maturing. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what's going to happen to me? He's like, oh, you'll be reincarnated. And he's like, oh, so the uh, the Buddhists are right. And he's like, well, yes and no. All religions are right in their own sense. They all have some piece of the puzzle correct. Mm-hmm. And some others wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. And... Uh, Basically, what he says is, um, yeah, you'll be reincarnated. And he's like, okay. And he says, you're going to be reincarnated as a young Chinese girl in 50 or 550 AD. He's like, you're sending me back in time. And he's like, well, time only exists in your dimension. It doesn't really make sense in this dimension. Time doesn't exist. And he's like, so this is where it gets messed up. Uh, He says, you'll be sent back to this point in time. And, uh, all all that all people are on earth are th- this universe has been created for you and all the souls on earth are just your soul reincarnated at different times so you just keep dying and, re- and rebirthing different places and different times and overlapping wow. so all the souls and all the people are just you just different versions of yourself it's the same soul wow that's... so that makes sense and then i don't think that's literally true but i mm-hmm. think that it was making a point that everything's connected. All yeah. the, like we were talking about the the 
collective consciousness mm-hmm. of everything that makes all of our minds and run and make us makes us aware of our mortality makes us sentient is kind of what god is i guess but anyway what he said he was like what's the what's the meaning of all this why are we why are you putting me through all this why do you keep making me go and go and he's like well until the universe ends or the universe won't end until you the soul has matured he says every time that anything happens anytime uh every time you put back through the course of the earth or a lifetime or whatever, mm-hmm. it's making your soul mature until you become mature enough to live basically in heaven. Wow. So it's maybe that explains why there's so many planets. I don't know why space is infinite because there's yeah. an infinite number of souls that can be put through the maturing process. Yeah, know. that I is a really weird thing to think about i mean <laughs> it's i've never ever even heard of that honestly but yeah. and i don't know cool. if i believe it but it's right. kind of fun to believe <laughs> yeah i mean is that is there a name to that or is it just a theory no. that i don't know i'd never heard of it before either it's, i mean that could be a real religion that sounds it's, completely it's legit. almost the absence of religion okay yeah yeah it's yeah. just saying that we're we're one mind we're one organism and that I mean, just imagine how if you treated, if that I, that's what I imagine heaven's going to be like. No one ever pisses anyone off. No one ever does. Mm-hmm. You can do what your heart desires. You can explore and do whatever you want without worrying about making anyone upset and worrying about anyone upsetting you or worrying about anything going wrong ever. That would just be like, and that's what it would be like if everyone treated each other how yeah. they wanted to be treated does that make, does that make yeah, sense yeah yeah that's but it's impossible <laughs> to do to that look. because emotions and and uh just things get in the way life happens I live in an imperfect world yeah someone was saying to me the other day and i was talking about like working towards to make this heaven on earth pretty much working towards making this world the best that it can be and uh he was just like well, this world isn't meant to be that. I mean, at one point when Adam and Eve were in the garden, it was a paradise, but it's not meant to be that way anymore. We just need to go to heaven. I'm like, <laughs> that's a terrible yeah. way to think. <laughs> <laughs> just like, so you're basically just saying, screw this world. I'm just going to wait till I die so I can go to right. heaven. And you're going to be <laughs> miserable your whole life. Yeah. And you're not going to have any fun. Because for all you know, as far as solid evidence goes, this could be it. This could be, this life could be all that there is. Right. It's not. I don't believe that. But mm-hmm. for all you know, it could be. So why not make it the best that it could yeah. possibly be? For all you know, you could just be, you know, done. You're done. Mm-hmm. Put in a box. You can stare at this wall for the rest of your life and just sit there. <laughs> you're putting this, you're on a, you're shot into the center of the universe and yeah. just left there. <laughs> That'd be awful, but yeah. Yeah. Your soul could just be put in a box. I don't know. So make make it the best. Yeah. And then hope for the best after. <laughs> um, so I think we should talk a little bit about optimism and like blind optimism because that's something that has been talked about a lot in my life. Um, just because people are like, oh, Adam, you're always so happy and so optimistic about the future. And um, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, because there's, there's a point that you can get in your life where you, you think that everything's going to turn out well when it won't, I guess. 
Like, like you, yeah. you know, you just expect everything to turn out the way that you had planned or it's just going to turn out for the better, which is how I try to live my life. But then there always comes a point where like you need to be a boy scout and plan yeah. for the future. Well, it's kind of like if, for example, if you were just like, I'm going to be an astronaut and you th- believed really hard, you're going to be an astronaut right. and just waited to become an astronaut. And never yeah. did anything to work towards it. You never went to school. You never trained. You never did you mm-hmm. learn anything. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to be an astronaut. I feel like that's how a lot of people are. And that's why okay, people yeah. think that your dreams don't come true is because most people just dream. That's all yeah, they, they don't do. put they don't put, effort. Yeah, they don't. That's just part of it. You have the vision. You have the big idea. You always want to keep that in mind. You always want to keep the big optimistic vision in mind. Mm-hmm. But you need to set short-term, long-term, and mid-term goals in your life that lead you to that place. Yeah that makes sense and i think that's what you're doing yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah that's definitely what i try to do um and then i i think there there comes a point where i take it too far i guess like um for (laughs) for the longest time like i just i just bought a spare tire for my car because i always just assumed i'm my tires aren't gonna give out like i don't i don't need a spare tire i'm not gonna fork over 50 bucks for a new one Mm -hmm. um and I finally got one because I figured if I'm going to be moving to Florida, I should probably have one of those. But I don't I I take this to the extreme where I just always assume that I will be okay and nothing's going to go wrong. And when things do go wrong, then I figure out some kind of silver lining and then just cling to that and then move on to the next part of my life. So it's it's a really good way to live if you just always want to be happy because I you know I'm very rarely upset or um or discouraged but at the same time I feel like there 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 comes a point where you're just full blind optimism and you you're just expecting things to turn out well for you when when logic says that it's not going to right so I think you need to listen to the voice of reason I I do like that idea though because. When do bad things do happen, and you're left unhappy, mm-hmm. you shouldn't let it make you not be unhappy to the point where you don't learn anything, and you're just like, oh, whatever. You know, right, you right. need to find the silver lining and learn from it. So if you make a mistake or something happens, even if it was like beyond, so say if your tire popped and you didn't even think about being prepared for it, right. you'll know now that you need to be prepared for it, and that's just life. You just need to go through and do things and mistakes make mistakes and then you learn from them and that's how i think you stay happy is that you don't just get oh mm-hmm. can't believe i messed up again right you know <laughs> right. i can't believe my tire popped for the fifth time and i didn't have a spare or i yeah. didn't have money for another one well maybe you should learn from the first time that it happened <laughs> yeah, yeah but better yet yeah maybe be prepared ahead of time and learn from someone else's mistake mm-hmm. yeah so i i like making mistakes yeah, yeah, you can always learn from it. And I think, yeah, and I yeah. think it's the best way to stay up, uh, uh, optimal, optim, uh, optimistic, optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is to learn from your mistakes and do don't be afraid to do anything because you know that you're either going to succeed or you're going to learn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's what I I don't know I don't get I don't get when people get depressed and down on themselves, and I don't get when I do either because I do a lot. But I haven't. I've gotten. I've gotten better at it because right. I'm getting better at learning, and you get better at learning. That's the thing. So you always get better at stuff if you want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get better at learning, then you get better at learning. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The more you use your brain, you just get 
better at stuff. Yeah, and these podcasts and, are going to keep getting better, people. Uh, <laughs> I'm breaking the fourth wall. I hope so. I'm breaking the fourth <laughs> wall like Deadpool. The more we have conversations like this, the better we'll get at it. I think I'm the last person in the world who hasn't seen Deadpool. Really? Yeah. Well, just about every 12-year-old that reads the comic books and mo- their mom won't let them see it. It's not a kid's movie. It's not. Yeah, a kid. that's what I've heard. It's not. No, it's, <laughs> it's the R-ratedest. It's yeah. probably the R-ratedest movie ever. Before you get to unrated. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It's, <laughs> right. It's it's good, but it's not it's, like it's a form. It's a work of art, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay, we it's, can look at it that. Way. <laughs> it's it's like the best superhero movie ever. Okay, if you can imagine that, it's right. brutally honest. It breaks the fourth wall every five minutes. Do you know what that is? Breaking the fourth wall. Um, like when characters in Elmo will try to talk to you, kind of thing. Well, in Elmo, the whole thing is basically a fourth wall break. Like they okay. don't they don't even care about knowing that they're imaginary, or yeah. you thinking that they don't know that they're imaginary, right? In superhero movies, if you watch like Captain America, you said you haven't even watched that many. You need to get into superhero movies. Dude. I do. I it really is need the to. generation of superhero it's, movies. Right I, now. I'm kind of late, but yeah, like back in 2001, they had like maybe one a year. Mm-hmm. Like they started with like X Men, Spider Man, and now it's like there's five or yeah. six every <laughs> yeah. year, and it's like yeah. yes, like <laughs> just in the last like month we had. What do we have? Uh, we had in the last like three months we had Deadpool, we had Superman versus Batman, we had Captain America: Civil War, and now the new X Men movie just came out. Mm-hmm. And then they're coming out with like the the gear uh, the the Warcraft movie. Oh, okay. which is the like the World of Warcraft, which isn't really a superhero movie, but it's yeah. like a mix. I haven't even heard of that one. I didn't. Know I just was... saw the commercial for it yesterday. Wow. It looks awesome. It's uh, it's like a mix between Avengers and Lord of the Rings. Oh, it looks awesome. That sounds good. Uh. Anyway, what was I talking about? Fourth wall mm-hmm. break is where you watch like uh, Captain America, the whole movie. They know or they don't know. It's like you they're acting the whole time. They're pretending right. that they are uh, the characters that they're supposed to be. Right. And Deadpool, he still is in character most of the time, but he'll yeah. break the fourth wall and he'll talk to the audience. Like every five minutes, he'll be like... <laughs> That's pretty funny, isn't it? Or he'll say, well, he'll just say some stupid okay. stuff. So, me. like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes, or, um, yes, but... Uh, what else? Yeah, 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 I guess. Or Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but it's more goofy. Like, he has so much fun with it. Like, he, he'll mention a fourth wall break within a fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. Like, he'll break <laughs> a fourth wall, and then he'll have a flashback within the fourth wall break. And then in the, that flashback, he'll be like, fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. <laughs> 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 And then he'll look at the camera and say that, and, and or he'll he'll acknowledge the audience, and he's very aware that he's imaginary, and he'll even reference his own character that's playing him. Yeah. Like he re- he mentions Ryan Reynolds, the actor that plays him. He mentions oh. him like four times within the movie, <laughs> like that guy, like that guy's so hot or something like that. Say something. Um, or no, no. At one point, he's like, "You think Ryan Reynolds got this far just on his good looks or something like that?" I don't know, uh, but. What was I saying? Superhero movies. This yeah. is you the time to, for them. This is the time. Yeah. Now there's like there's like six every year. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really big into horror films and really? yeah, and this is a really bad time for them. I mean the darkness just came out and it was it was alright for a movie, but it was horrible for like to be called the a darkness. horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I just saw it the other day. It's um Is is it okay? I mean, should I take Katie loves horror movies. 
it was good for a movie, but it wasn't scary. I mean, Mrs. It, it was a Hollywood movie. I mean, it was okay. Like they they had good actors. It was it was a good movie, and like I was going in expecting to be frightened, and I wasn't. Okay. So you know what is actually a really good horror film director? Who? I don't know his name, but oh, okay. have you seen Insidious? Uh yes. Do you yeah. like those? Uh, uh, I do, but like, there, it's, it's not my specific. What do you what like? I look like, for? What do you like? Um, I look for independent thrillers, so it's not oh, okay. technically like horror, but it's it's better than horror movies. Whenever I look for like under the horror genre, it's always like um paranormal, jump scare type oh, movies. You would like uh, Shutter Island. Yeah, that sounds that? good. I haven't. It's uh with Leonardo DiCaprio, so it is a Hollywood film, okay. but. It messes with your head. Do you like stuff yeah, like that? Like, like psychological. psychological. They just, oh, they just like Donnie Darko? mess you up. Yeah, that's yeah, one of my favorite. I haven't seen that, that yet, one. but I've heard so much about it. Yeah, I need to watch it. I have Cody. And then there's good. a sequel to it, too. I haven't seen the sequel, but I have it's seen it. It's not a sequel. It's It just says a Donnie Darko film. Oh, okay. And it's like by the same people. I mean, it's the same idea. Um, But the guy who made Insidious, he also made another series called The Conjuring. Oh, I've heard of that. I haven't seen it. And that the sequel, The Conjuring 2 is coming out this year, and it looks really good. The Conjuring is about, basically about this, I, I guess it's about this possessed doll, but hmm. I, I watched the first one, and it's it's pretty good. It's more like a thriller. Okay, yeah. And then, um, while well, Insidious is more kind of towards the horror, right. paranormal side, mm-hmm. this is more, t- it's kind of paranormal, but it's, I don't know. Hmm. I need to get more into horror flicks. Yeah, I I don't mind paranormal like that. That's really fine. I'm actually pretty into it. But they have to do it right. They have to make it yeah. bleed into reality. They can't just like yeah, every yeah. everyone believes in ghosts or no one believes in, it and all of a sudden they're just like you know it's a family in a house, and then things start happening, and then right. poltergeist, poltergeist, and have you seen um? Oops, just bump the mic. Was that loud? No, I didn't. Hear uh, have you seen? Have you seen Sinister? Maybe. Nope. <laughs> I think I think I have. Mrs. It was probably Nett- a while ago. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mrs. Nettles is laughing hysterically in the other room. <laughs> Thought she was being murdered. Uh horror flicks. What's a good one I should check out? Um or the people listening to the wind should check out. Uh Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones? Mr. Jones. Like the Counting Crows song? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that band. I, I don't know if I remember that song, but... Really? Yeah. I think I'd sing it for you, but uh, I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, Shutter Island. You should check that one out. Leonardo DiCaprio. I uh, actually have it on DVD. I'll let you borrow it. Okay. Um, basically, he's like visits this insane, insane asylum. Do you like... um? Ones that don't have a ending, pretty much. They just leave it open. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Have you seen American Psycho? <laughs> I was going to watch it for a um, psychology project, but I ended up choosing a different movie, so no, I haven't. You should. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah? It's kind of a psychological thriller, and the, at the end, they basically make it seem like it was all made up, like the whole movie. Yeah, like, that's... um. 
Uh, they look like people. That's that's kind of how they did it. Yeah, and they leave it like you don't know if it was real or if you don't know if you just dreamt it or if you imagined it all. Yeah, so it's like open for interpretation. Yeah, after. you're just yeah. like, what? <laughs> it makes it you mad. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you mad, and then you look up like... You look up... Um, like reviews and stuff. You look up like fan theories, oh, fan yeah, fiction yeah. and stuff based around like what the ending might have been or mm-hmm. what actually happened and stuff. And it's... Even then, you're just like, well, I don't know which one to pick from. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you watched any Tarantino films? Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> when I say I watch independent films, I mean I only watch independent really? films. So I'm going to say no. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why... Um, I guess there's a reason why. Like Tarantino's almost the independent of Hollywood films. Okay. Yeah. No. I I know that. I mean, if you started listing movies, I would probably. I'd probably. Have you know. seen Pulp Fiction? <sighs> I really, really need to. You really need. I know. To. I I think it, it's on Netflix too. Like, yeah. <laughs> just it, been putting it off. I have uh, a few of his films, but they're almost like that open-ended uh thing. Like they mm-hmm. don't really have a set plot. Right. It's just like a bunch, like some of them do, but it's like not clear. You kind of have to make up your own, like they just come in. It's better that way. Yeah. And it comes, it it leaves more to, it it makes you feel more intelligent because like most movies are just like, Mm -hmm. here's the plot, here's the characters, here's everything you need to know. Right. We're going to have, for some reason, we're going to have the narrate. Yeah. We're not going to narrate, but we're going to have everything you need to know in the dialogue, even though normally in real life, no one would ever Mm -hmm. say this. It's like the difference between classical music and pop music, really. Yes. That's what what that is. You feel smarter and more educated between them just telling you a story. Classical music, there's all these different parts going on. Yeah. That's why I like the music that Colt and I are making, because it's Mm -hmm. all, it's like an orchestra. Yeah. But when you listen to pop, it's just the same beat with the same four (laughs) chords going over the same basic melody, which pop music is good. I mean, they at times, like if you're at a party. Or yeah, dancing. they took the juiciest part and just squeezed the <laughs> shit out of it yeah. and made it. The, yeah, yeah. They like found a way to hijack our reward system in our brain with mm-hmm. music. And that's just, it releases that dopamine like crazy when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. That's why it sells. <laughs> well, yeah. Even yeah. when people can download it for free, they still buy it. Um. Anyway, Tarantino, Pulp Fiction, uh, Kill Bill, one and two. I have those. I'll let you borrow those. Okay. I just watched this. Uh, the newest one is called The Hateful Eight. It's really, really good. All of these. All of these. Did you, Django Unchained? <laughs> have you seen Django Unchained? No. It's a good one, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's such good. I'll let you borrow Kill Bill one and two, though. You'll really okay. like those. And I'm going to let you borrow Shutter Island. Sweet. And whatever other ones I have. I'm going to get you into the good side of Hollywood films. Good side of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it, I wouldn't even call them Hollywood films because I don't know. I mean, they got Hollywood actors in them, but right. it's like the directors. I know what you um, mean, like Scott Pilgrim or Juno, yeah. where they're like they're indie films, but they're not. Or like Napoleon they're Dynamite, mainstream indie films. Yeah, yeah, they're like indie films that people were like, "Oh, this is really cool," and yeah. then Hollywood's like, "Oh, this is really cool." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the Arctic Monkeys or something like that. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a really good band. That is really, really, really original, but for some reason, there's nothing else like it because it's the reason why it's not repeated is because people don't know how to, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's not overproduced and it's yeah. not, there's not a bunch of stuff like it because it's so good that it's so original. No one knows how to replicate it, mm-hmm. but pop music is so generic that it's so, yeah, 
just like and they can't done they it. can't get a cult following because it's like everything else it's they can't grasp onto it yeah, it's just arctic generic. monkeys they almost achieve that they have like this huge following where they have all these merchandise and stuff like they're they're a big band but they're also they have their own style and they're that's different. where i'd like to be if i ever was on a level of popularity with anything that i ever do mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to be famous like by the standard definition of famous because that okay. would suck like yeah. i wouldn't want to be freaking one direction or like justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah yeah because i mean obviously not just because i wouldn't want to play that style of music but like even if you say the beatles right i wouldn't want to be that level of popularity when they came okay. to america even though i would love to play that kind of music mm-hmm. i would not want to be that level of yeah I not success but it's almost like it's uncomfortable it's not even i wouldn't even call it success it's almost like they're a circus animal Okay, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I can definitely see that. It's like, I don't know. And then everyone tries to do it. Like with the Beatles, it was mm-hmm. like, there was like 50 plus other bands that were on the radio that tried to sound exactly like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. what was that? Uh, the Hippie Hippie sh- the hippie, hippie Shake song that mm-hmm. you guys play in 30 Degree Burns. What is that? Uh, the Headies, is it? Oh, that's a different no, band. No, it's uh, the, the, um... the Jumpin' Blue Jeans or something like that. <laughs> They're yeah, an American like band. That. They're an American band, mm-hmm. and they try to sound exactly like the Beatles. Yeah, and I mean, they they're, use, they're not bad, but they're, they're good. Yeah, yeah, but it just sounds just like it's just like what they're doing with pop music right now. Right. It's the same idea. They take the same basic stuff. It's literally the same chords: E, A, B. It's a uh, one, four, five chord progression, <laughs> and they it's the yeah. blues chord progression, and then they uh, the hippie hippie shit. <laughs> For goodness sake. Yeah. Same stuff. Uh, it's good though yeah I mean, it was good at it it was, it was good then it's good now good yeah Nothing. I, I think the reason why we think a lot of old music is good now and probably we even think that older music is better now than they even did back then in some mm-hmm. ways because there's nothing like it now if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'm definitely disappointed with music or at least last year's music this year's music isn't actually bad like even new shady pop groves, music that's kind of right yeah shady groves um but even music that's coming out on the radio isn't terrible like i used to hate it and now they're including different elements that i kind mm-hmm. of like like 21 pilots finally hit the radio which i wasn't super happy about but also a lot of people know about them oh you cool. knew about them before they were on the yeah radio? like three years before everyone wow. started knowing about them yeah i found them when they like first released their their first album and i was like this band is amazing yeah and so i just found like little youtube videos of the guys they would just take videos themselves on their mm. on their little their their little cars and i was like wow these guys are <laughs> they're they're good and their lyrics made sense they they were deep lyrics about stuff that i was going through and like these guys are amazing and now they're on the radio playing in front of like millions of people and i'm like the, yeah it's, i feel good for them but also right yeah. you feel bad that the record company is pretty much doing whatever they want with them yeah their newest album i'm not the happiest with mm. but I've, i really appreciate bands that kind of stand their ground mm-hmm. and something about music that's really great this year is red hot chili peppers just came out with a new song yeah. so <laughs> i was still surprised by that <laughs> yeah it's good yeah like yeah. It, it almost sounds really similar to their normal you know formula for a song but it's it's good like it's one of the best songs on the radio right now same with when arctic monkeys came out with the uh was it the the album was called am or fm the one that had am was it am yeah. okay yeah that that was those are some good radio songs I don't know why they don't play that more. That's a good album. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they played like <laughs> really two know. or three songs off of it and then right. for like six months and they're like, eh, whatever. 
don't know, that's just kind of what they do. They just they, yeah, but there's know, some they, they songs the that stick to a few songs. Right, but there's some them. ones that stick for a long time. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. And they're usually the shittiest ones. They're mm-hmm. usually not the yeah. <laughs> um, not I, mean, I don't know. They're usually the maybe they're only that we only think of them that way because we hear them so much. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. So it's like almost the better something is, the worse it is. <laughs> I don't know. I in my experience, like they'll overplay a song, and then three years later, I'll go back and listen to that song. I was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty good." I can't believe I hated it. And yeah. it's because everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, this song! Listen to it!" And I Why was like, "I've heard make... it so many times." <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Why does that make something bad? Like the more attention something gets, the worse it is. Because everyone wants to be original, and yeah. you can't be. Because this is America. <laughs> you can be original. I mean, <laughs> you can be to an extent, but also like everyone's pushing you to be like them, like right. their thing, do this. Well, the secret so. to being original, I think, is literally not caring at all. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Do what the natural, like whatever, be a conduit of whatever natural vibrations and inspirations that are flowing through you. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you can't try to be too much in control of what you want to create or do. You just kind of let it happen. and Whatever happens, happens. And you get yeah. better at it as, as you go. Because you'll even like hear about comedians and performers and stuff. And I've, I mean, I felt this experience. When you're in your art, when you're writing or when you're performing, it doesn't feel like you. It feels like you're just witnessing it happen. That yeah. makes sense. You're just there and you're letting it just flow through. Yeah, it, that's uh that was my experience when I was learning how to sing. I was just um I was at my my vocal coach's um studio and we were just recording where that? Deb Barber. Where's um, that? Um it's by the car oh, wash is down that the road. The, uh, live. The live, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's actually I, really a new nice endeavor played an acoustic or a show. Really? There, yeah, because it was a bunch of her students doing their like recital, and then New Endeavor for some reason came <laughs> out and played. Wow, but, yeah, Brad Burkle used to play there and stuff. Anyway, um, you're letting it flow through what we're saying. About yeah, that. we were just recording, and she um she knew that I was really nervous about singing, and she was like, all these, um, all these artists that are really popular, and they're they're really good singers. They um. They, uh, they like they they get nervous too and you just have to think of yourself as one of them i guess they i don't know they're they're doing what they love and they're they're singing and they're good at it and you just have to let it flow through you and like see yourself as someone who's sitting down and you're going to make a record that's going to make you a million dollars so sit down and record it and (laughs) after i got the like the higher mentality of like i can do this like i'm you know i don't have to be afraid of the same brain and same everything that all those people had yeah yeah you just have to (laughs) you have to think of yourself as a great singer and you sing better even if it's just slightly better you do sing better Hmm. so is she a pretty good teacher then she is a really good teacher yeah what does she do does she teach um she She, teaches basically every instrument does she have a degree um uh yes she does really yep. i wonder why i haven't heard it. she doesn't seem to be that apparently one of her songs is like nominated for a grammy or something like that like really she was, yeah she's really i'd like up to there. do some work with her then yeah she's really cool deb barber if you can hear me <laughs> call me at my phone number which i'll give you if you 
message me on this SoundCloud page, <laughs> Caleb Nettles. Yeah. Anyway. Um oh also check out Shady Groves. Shady Groves, yes, for sure. They're very good. Yeah. They're if you amazing. want some good original music. I wouldn't be surprised if you turn on Sirius Satellite Radio on channel thirty six next year and hear one of their songs. What's thirty six? It's uh, Alt Nation. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> one of my favorites. I, just really, I, I don't remember the numbers, but I thirty-five do is also something like some other alternative thing. Thirty-five and thirty-six yeah. are really good stations. They play a lot of like Modest Mouse and other indie bands that I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of them um, is Lithium, and I don't remember. Lithium, which yeah. Is that thirty-five? That's thirty-four. Oh, that's uh, okay. <laughs> they cha- all, they all, changed. They're all in there. <laughs> I corrected <laughs> you. You can't see it, but Adam's face was just like, oh. Just very, very, uh, very reprimanded. It's 35? No, it's 34. Uh, sorry about that. Anyway, I I just, um, I I don't know if it was for, I think it still works because I thought it was just for Memorial Day weekend, but, uh, I don't subscribe to Sirius, but I have it. I have the button for it in my focus. Oh, okay. Because like every Ford car does Mm -hmm. past like 2007. And it just worked. Like almost really? all the stations work for no reason. I never paid for it. Did you? Hmm. Did you? Did you buy the car used? Yeah, and it didn't work when I got it. Only one. Only the sample station came in, which is channel one eighty four. And you didn't sign up for it at all. I didn't sign up, and I didn't oh. give them any information of what my wow. anything was. That's amazing. Like and it just works. <laughs> I I mean I got a three month free free trial just because I bought it used and it had the radio and they were just like oh hey you're eligible so I was like cool. <laughs> so I have it for three months, which is all I really need it for. Because when I leave for college, I'm not really going to be using my car much. I'm going to live on campus, so right. You're going to be longboarding everywhere. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> You're going to have to fit all the stuff you want to bring into that little cobalt. Into that tiny cobalt, it's yeah. going to suck. <laughs> I can get like a removable hitch, so I can bring a trailer, but I don't know if I want to drive with a trailer. I mean, if you just get a little, uh, little thing. Like yeah. the thing that they put on back in motorhomes that are just like that little cart. Oh, yeah. Like with two that wheels on it. really, really expand how much. Yeah. You could just like throw some suitcases in there and then mm-hmm. put all your other stuff in the car. You got you probably got a pretty big trunk too, but you'd probably... But you gotta, I have to you take got, my subwoofers yeah, out. Yeah, you got your subwoofers. <laughs> you want to keep those in there, ghetto. man. You got to be the cool guy. With I know, I know. Cool guy on the Christian uh, <laughs> yeah. campus with the subwoofers <laughs> and the longboard and the Chevy Cobalt. <laughs> Chevy mm-hmm. Cobalt with the subwoofers and the indoor LEDs and yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, those people will, you'll be like blasting jars of clay and they'll say it's devil's music and yeah, stuff. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's, kind that's of how it was at like Faith Homeschool. It was just like if you liked Avenged Sevenfold or anything like that. Like my one friend, mm-hmm. uh, Co- my buddy Corey, he loved like. He was the biggest radio rock fanatic ever, but he was like, he was so strange because he'd be like, I don't listen to the radio, but every band he liked was like Three Days Grace, and <laughs> he liked all the events. He liked Avenged Sevenfold. So, <laughs> it was me but, in like sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, he, he liked Avenged Sevenfold, but only the ones they played on the radio. Like he didn't like any of their older stuff or mm-hmm. or any of the obscure like stuff off their albums, but. Right. Like yeah, so everything he listened to was stuff they played on the banana and yeah, the riff and I was stuff. Say, like, but banana. he was just like. He was just like, I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> but he would. <laughs> okay. Wear, okay. Wear, yeah. yeah. But he didn't. But for some reason, I guess his brother just listened to the radio and showed him the music he liked or something. But wow. um, he would wear an Avenged Sevenfold shirt all the time. And all the parents and all the kids were just like, what is that? <laughs> it's 
the devil's music. <laughs> uh, really yeah. silly. And then you'd ask, like, I don't know. I feel like no one there knew or wanted to be a part of anything interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that's I kind of it. that was kind of my experience. I showed up for graduation because I decided to graduate with them, and I. I rolled up with my windows down and my black cobalt and I was blasting Panic at the Disco's Don't Threaten Me with a Good Time mm-hmm. um, through my subs and it was like really loud and I got a bunch of dirty looks from like the parents. That's so silly, man. Uh, and all those parents are old because they waited till like 45 to have kids and then they homeschooled them. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, I like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... Yeah, and uh, when I showed up for graduation there at the that faith homeschool thing, mm-hmm. for people that I don't know, know they're listening, we're just kind of having a conversation now, but faith homeschool is a homeschool organization, which is really nice, um, set up for homeschoolers, children yeah. who want to be severely sheltered by their parents to the point <laughs> of uh, literally t- giving them the information that they want and not letting anyone else do, which I would love to do with my kids, actually, but I would teach them how to pay taxes and balance a yeah, checkbook yeah. and how to actually live in the society. Yeah, that was more of my experience. It wasn't... Yeah. yeah. I, uh, it's it's homesco- like my parents... Homeschooling is a great idea if you do it yeah. right. But no, I don't what? know. Like, my parents weren't... They didn't, like, shelter me as much as other kids. Like, yeah, I me, same, same with me. And, yeah. Same with me. Yeah. I wasn't sheltered, especially since I had older siblings. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, one yeah. reason why, because they couldn't. But I went to that graduation thing, and the whole time growing up, I, I left one homeschool group because all anyone ever wanted to freaking talk about was Star Wars and Star Wars Legos. <laughs> really? Yes, and I loved Star Wars, but they ruined it for me. Oh, dude, I totally understand that. And I didn't watch... ruin stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch or think about Star Wars for like five years, and I left one homeschool group because I went... I left one and went to Faith because they talked about Star Wars too much. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Faith, and I realized the same thing, because that's all the parents will let their kids watch, is Star Wars. Because they're like, oh, yeah, it's it's good, clean, cool stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, the cool, right. pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, everyone loves Star Wars, but that's all that they knew, and that's all that they did. Let's play with their lightsabers. They bring oh their lightsabers. <laughs> bring their lightsabers to homeschool group. Bring their Legos, their friggin' Legos, and play with them at lunchtime. And this one kid, like, smashed it with a basketball, and it was hilarious <laughs> anyway yeah so like i didn't go to faith for like three years because i was uh i went to uh ed tech and oh, yeah, then yeah. i came back for the graduation and i expected like oh people have moved on mm-hmm. maybe they'll have girlfriends and stuff like that maybe no. they'll and <laughs> they were all sitting in a circle all a bunch of 18 19 year olds <laughs> talking about star wars oh my gosh and yeah Talking about, well, maybe, oh, maybe then now they moved on to Doctor Who or oh, yeah. Captain America Some or something. Random, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all on the <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. But yeah. Yeah. I'm not judging anybody, but. When it's all, that's when it's all you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, <laughs> I totally understand having obsessions of stuff like Doctor Who or whatever on the side. Oh, yeah. But you need to have more stimulating conversations. Yeah. You need to actually know what's up in your life. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to. You can do whatever you want to your life, but it's not a waste. It's just untapped potential. Mm-hmm. Every <laughs> human mind is. Yeah. Every human mind is pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. It's the most complex thing. Super that, amazing. It's the most complex thing that we've discovered so far. Um, I can do anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's just like built into you. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like what runs everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, do you, do you think you'd want to talk a little bit about essential oils and how, like your experience with those? Because yeah. I don't know that much about them. Yeah. I th- I've been getting into them. I think they're pretty cool. I wanted to talk about oh. something last night that I experienced before we get into essential oils. Okay. Keep that in mind. It kind of has to do with the third eye. It has to do with astral projection, mm-hmm. which we talked about too much last time. But I wanted to ask you about this. Um, I got to this point last night okay. where I could really feel that I was awake and I could get up at any time. But my body, it didn't feel numb, but it felt like I could just pretend it wasn't there. Yeah. Yep. And I was just laying there. And I felt that pressure in my forehead, but it wasn't as intense this time. It wasn't okay. like... But it still felt it felt really weird. It felt like mm-hmm. a really good massage. Yeah. And um, I was just laying there, and I felt like I was entering something, and my heart just kept on like going. Poof. Yeah. Like I kept feeling <laughs> yeah, like something yeah. was about to happen, and I kept felt like feeling this big anticipation. First, like like I kept focusing on that thing, ex- waiting for it to open, mm-hmm. waiting for it to open for me to go somewhere else, and nothing ever happened. And I like, it's almost like my mind got bored and then it just like stopped doing it. And then I fell asleep. I don't know. Like I didn't freak out. I just, it just didn't happen. That is probably the most common experience that I've, I've had to deal with. And it's so frustrating because you put in time to lay down and try to do this thing. I mean, I was going to lay there anyway, but. Well, (laughs) okay. I mean, mean, it's, but yeah, yeah, that's, um, that, that's, that's normal. That's so how, how do you get past that? Um, I don't know if there's like a trick to doing it, but I just try to not fall asleep and restart the process. Just do it over and over. But that anticipation is um bad. That it's it's not bad, but it's how I feel basically every time, except it goes away, and then you then you happens. step through it. You stepped mm-hmm. through that. I kept so. waiting for myself to feel that falling sensation. Right. And I think I was focusing too hard on your description of it. I was yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, I need to just have my own experience because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it yeah, needs everyone to be just, is different. I was just like, it, just, it needs to be exactly like how Adam described it. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what if it's a little different? Right. If something's different, am I just going to like push it off to the side? No, I just need to accept everything that happens and just let it happen. You know, and not be like, okay, it needs to be this order of <laughs> yeah. events and yeah. this needs to happen and then this. And I started to feel that falling sensation like I was moving and then it kind of just like went away. So I feel like I'm getting a little bit closer each time. Yeah, that, I mean, you were, yeah, it was really close, definitely. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm try again tonight. <laughs> and then like once, once you do it, you kind of learn what it is that you did and it becomes easier yeah. every time. It's so. like a muscle. It's like yeah. working out. I haven't done it like successfully really well in a little while just i gotta get, keep busy. in the practice man yeah the i feel like i feel like if i try it again it's muscles it's gonna... will get flabby <laughs> um i feel like it's I, i'm gonna guess that if you first first try if you just snapped right into it it would mm-hmm. freak you out so bad you'd probably just like your mind would just explode <laughs> and that's why you <laughs> it would go as far as it's like explode. Okay, but imagine if you, you tried mean. to lift like a 500 pound weight over your head the first time you ever tried to work out. You just wouldn't be able to do it. 
Yeah, it hurt. You'd hurt yourself if you yeah. gave it like if you tried as hard as you could, mm-hmm. and you would like rip your arms out of their sockets. You would push so hard <laughs> up with your legs that your shoulders would pop out of their sockets. Yeah. So, and you'd probably tear a muscle or two. Yeah. So that's almost like your mind. I, Maybe your mind can't handle yeah. it. You need to stretch it and practice. I don't know if I've just never thought of it that way or what. I mean, I don't know if those two can be used as examples. <laughs> it's, a physi- it's a physical, <laughs> physical analogy. Physical and mental, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not even mental. It's like, I, know, I don't even know if you'd call it mental. Uh, yeah. Spiritual. I, I don't know. Spiritual, mental. It's Essential oils. I wish I... Um, sorry to change gears like that so quickly. I just... Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, it just broke the transmission. Uh, I don't. I wish I knew more about them to talk about them. To talk about them? But I do know that they help a lot. And I think it's a lost uh, remedy for things. I think that... I don't know. They, they like... They can help open up things about yourself that you've never seen before. Do you think it could help open up your third eye? Yes. Yes. Um, Gary Young actually talks about it. He doesn't call it the third eye. He just says the pineal gland, which is what it is. Right. I could feel it blinking last night, which is really weird. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's like, I could feel it like going, uh, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. He talks about it in his speeches. He's like, once you take antidepressants instead of, well, ba- what, ba- what essential oils basically do, I don't know a lot about the individual ones, mm-hmm. but what they do is instead of fixing the symptom of whatever you're experiencing, right? they fix the source of the problem. Okay. If you have a wart in your system, like I have, I had this wart and I just, I had this cluster of warts on my hand and I just kept hitting it hard every day. It kills whatever's caused. It doesn't just make the work go away. It kills whatever is inside your body. That's why wow. it corrects it. Wow, that's it really cool. It fixes like your your molecular structure. And he says, Gary Young's like, as soon as you take antidepressants, which he talks about how one of the guinea pig tester ladies mm-hmm. for uh, like Prozac, she was in the, the testing lab, and after a week of being on it, she hung herself because. It's an antidepressant, yeah, and it makes you depressed. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to figure that one out um, for a while. <laughs> right. So it yeah. made her so depressed she literally killed herself. So, and he's saying that it pretty much shuts down your pineal gland, and he calls your pineal gland your connection to God, which makes a lot of sense. So your pineal gland is like what makes everything spiritual happen in your body. Every spiritual feeling you have, it's basically your connection to God. So shutting that off makes you feel. Depressed. Like empty and worthless yep. and like you, sh- you can't there's no reason to live yep. yeah mm-hmm. pretty much yeah that's awful i mean is that like a scientific reason behind most cases they, of depression? they haven't explored it as much as they should yeah i mean that could the pineal really save lives never, yeah you but, never even hear about the pineal gland yeah which you should yeah i mean it's other than in important. psychology that's it's the first time i'd really heard of yeah you don't hear about it in anatomy or yeah or any kind of health or anything as important as it is it's very important and uh pretty much gives you the will to live yeah uh, and once you open it or you like start realizing your true potential it starts to flourish and i don't know but yeah uh essential oils basically what they do is fix your problem they uh if you have a cancer cell and you put frankincense oil on it Mm -hmm. it will digest the cancer cells um and I'm not really, I can't say it's a cure, and I can't say 
legally by the FDA. I'm not allowed to say that anything's a cure. So that I'm not endorsing uh, any kind of that, that any of this is a fix, but it aids it uh, aids in your will. I guess all I'm saying is that it it aids in your uh, personal health and well-being. It does mm-hmm. not. It's not a cure. It's not a fix or anything. So FDA. Don't come after me for <laughs> claiming that essential oils are the cure for every disease. Yeah. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that if you use them a lot, because people are always looking for a magic bullet if they're looking for a drug. Right. They're like, oh, if I just take this, it'll fix it. No, mm-hmm. it'll just fix it for the moment. Yeah. It will yeah. fix the symptom yeah. for a short amount of time. It will not fix the problem. It'll probably just make it worse because it's just going to make you ignore the actual real yeah. source of the problem that's so, what i've always really not liked about like tylenol yeah. for headaches because yeah. so it comes you, back in a half hour so so right right yeah uh so if you breathe in peppermint oil it aids <laughs> in relieving your headache which means it takes care of what is messing with your head mm-hmm. or it helps you realize what is like it will make you think, oh, maybe I should drink some water. It just makes your head more clear. It makes answers come more. Yeah. With the third eye opens, you know. <laughs> uh, they're just great. I like them a lot. Um, they help a lot with pretty much whatever. Uh, they're they're good, yeah. I don't know what more I can say. Yeah. Cause I'm not, I don't want to get in <laughs> right. trouble because I can literally yeah. get in trouble for saying that, um, for claiming that it can cure anything, which is not what I'm doing. But yeah, I can get my stuff revoked. That's kind of screwed up. Yep. Yeah. The FDA realized. Well, the only reason reason why the FDA is um, doing that is because they realize that it, it could put them out of business. It could yeah, completely drug. put them out of business. It could like that's why marijuana is illegal too, is because mm-hmm. so many things would re- be replaced that people make billions of dollars off of. Yeah. Antidepressants, uh, sleep medicine. Uh, I heard Joe Rogan say one time he's like he's like smoke pot and try to try to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Um uh yeah, so it would basically essential oils and any homeopathic thing is uh yeah, what well, would replace pharmaceutical companies. And the reason why, um, yeah, the reason why it's kept hush-hush and kept on such lockdown is because of that. And um, anyway, it was back to the magic bullet with drugs. People are always looking for like a one-time fix everything. Yeah, yeah. But with oils and any kind of homeopathic treatment, you need to keep taking it. And it doesn't make you addicted. Mm -hmm. It just slowly fixes the problem. It's not going to be like... Oh, I tried essential oils twice and it didn't work. Well, no, yeah, I mean, (laughs) you have to do it again and again. It's like, again, like a muscle, anything Mm -hmm. that, anything that's worth doing is worth, I don't know, it's almost like a practice. Using oils is like a practice. It helps you, it gradually makes you more healthy and you can never stop becoming more healthy with it, if that makes sense. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, so should you just take certain ones um, that you need to help you or should you just do all of them so that you never have any problems? Like, <laughs> Well, your body, once you get more in tune with it, you kind of, your body starts to tell you what you need. Okay. Like Gary Young will say, I'll take this every day, every morning, but I don't every week or I don't all the time. Some days my body will be, tell me that I don't need it or oh, that I should okay. take more. 
And once you get more in tune with yourself, you realize what you need and what you don't need. But uh, there's certain ones you can have books. They have essential oil books that tell you what everything's good for. If you get a headache or something, you can look it up. If you have freaking wart on your foot or if you have uh, uh inflamed knee or whatever, <laughs> right. know, look it up. It's in there. It'll tell you what's good for it. Um, and all of them are anti-inflammatory, which means that every single one will... Uh, take care of anything that's <laughs> it'll it'll yeah. bring down anything that's inflamed but uh it's I, I don't know how to answer your question i guess unless i have already yeah no i, I think you have it makes sense it yeah yeah your body you just tells you what you need and, and they say if you take all of them at once or if you put a whole bunch of stuff it, mm-hmm. they kind of neutralize each other out so you can't just like make a whole bunch of blends and just like but they have pre-made blends and then you can learn how to make your oh, own okay. blends and stuff like that to where they work together but like say if you put two kind of neutral opposites that take care of specific things and put them together to try to take care of one thing it might not work the same way you might have to layer them on top of each other okay, do them yeah. at separate times yeah. or whatever it's 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 screwy but I don't know Maybe I'm being too analytical of, of it. <laughs> the wind. Yeah. The wind. You know what's really cool? What's cool? Uh, I want to get these microphones. Oh, you got to go soon. I actually don't have to go. What? Um, I <laughs> just got a text. Um, I'm not going to be leaving until like 2.15. 2.15? Yeah. 2.15. So we have My lesson's at 2 o'clock. Two. I would have to leave right now, but I'm going to see if he can do 2.30. Because we started a little later than I expected. Okay. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, I want to, um, I'm going to say 2.15. Are we already an hour into this? Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, you know Dirt Fest? Yeah, yeah. Um, the studio I intern at is owned by Matt Dalton, who started Dirt Fest. Okay. Him and his brother started it, and Matt Dalton's the producer for Attila, Attack Attack, I think. A bunch of mainstream metal bands right. and heavier hardcore, post-hardcore stuff like that. He does a lot of stuff, and then uh, Kevin Sharp is my mentor. He's the other owner. But Matt, I walked in one day, and he was doing the radio plug-in for Dirt Fest, the one that they play in the banana and stuff yeah. like that. He's like, Dirt Fest 2016. <laughs> he was like talking into the big uh, SM7B, you know, yeah. the ones they use on Joe Rogan. He had mm-hmm. one of those, and he was like, he put all these effects on it. And it was just really cool. And I watched him like <laughs> record and edit the whole thing. And then like the other day, I heard it on the banana. I was like, I was there when he made that. <laughs> that is so, so cool. That was just a cool feeling, uh, stuff like yeah. that. And then you'll hear this podcast on the internet and you'd be like I was there when we made that I recorded that that's my voice <laughs> that's, that's my voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah after we released the first one I was just like I like wanted to listen to it all the time even though I knew what we were talking about because yeah. I was there but yeah there's something special about hearing your voice in kind of a more professional setting I guess even though we're just sitting here talking it still right. sounds like we're doing something in these crappy uh Sure, uh, PG 48, PG 58. <laughs> yeah, microphones. I want to get uh, sure two sure SM7Bs, but they're like $300 microphones. So Paul has one, and we can use that when we move into the studio, I'm sure. 
But uh, for those of you who don't know, Paul Raymond of Lapeer, Michigan, starting Headstrong Records in downtown Lapeer next to Rogers Pharmacy. I will also be working there as an engineer. Come stop by and record your band's first EP with us. <laughs> anyway, SM7Bs. We're going to get a couple of those and we'll yeah. sound way better. So good. So much better. So what's up, Adam? Uh, I don't know what your question means. Tell me something about yourself. <laughs> what's going on with you right now, man? Uh, right now, um, I'm just trying to get my car fixed. Yeah. I uh, broke my moonroof just being stupid. I didn't do anything to it. I opened it and it broke. That so happens. That's it's awful. If, <laughs> if you're planning on buying a car with a moonroof, I don't want to say don't, but don't. <laughs> but don't. They're, they're great. It's it's great until it breaks and then you're out of a car for two weeks. <laughs> it's awful. You got to ride your longboard over to record yeah, your podcast, which is fine because it's summer now. But if it was winter, <laughs> it would not be as fun. You just be at home with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, that's awful. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we leave it be? Before we leave, um, I don't know. I mean, there are some topics I was thinking about talking about. I don't know how much I can expand on them, but I am really big into, um, as I was talking about earlier, like internet security and internet security. Yeah. Um, do you know what the EFF is? The EFF. Um. Ethernet functional frequency. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. First yeah. uh, it's the um, Electronic Frontier Foundation, which oh, is half right. um, yeah, it was actually kind of close. No, I don't remember all. what you said, but it's Ethernet <laughs> functional frequency. Functional frequency. Um, it's it's really big into um, internet security and just staying under the radar of the NSA. That sounds and, good. But now that you know that, now that they know your name, and now that you said that online, maybe they'll find this and they'll be like, hey, we need to pay attention to that guy. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to listen to an hour-long podcast and be like... Just to, well, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Um, they say that like everything that goes through the internet, whether it... I mean, they have access to your camera's microphone, your right. camera's... Or your phone's microphone, your phone's camera, your calendar, your notes your text your email your facebook they have everything mm -hmm. every message that anything that's ever put through the internet and if your phone's connected to the internet which good thing it is isn't yeah and i also have it encrypted and through a lot of proxies oh so. good but um it all goes through coding through their system and if something seems out of line they say oh the specific of bits the specific order of bits mm -hmm. ever comes up we flag it and we check it out yeah. So if anyone ever says Illuminati, or right, right. Right. I don't then think they, <laughs> they'd be going through a lot of flags. Yeah, that's true. If anyone ever says, uh, "I'm going to build a bomb," or right, something, right, right. Oh no! Oh no! What are we gonna do? <laughs> and uh, take it apart immediately and not do anything with it. Anyway, internet yeah. security. <laughs> Tell me about your internet security. Right. Um. <laughs> I don't I don't know what my purpose for being so into this is. After I started looking into like um crypto anarchists and how they're just just so against data mi data mining and um just being monitored 
I became kind of obsessed with it, especially because I was into hacking, but I wasn't super, uh, you know, I wasn't doing it professionally. And then when I started realizing how open I was at the time, like I, you know, I had, I had some safeguards, but I wasn't really protected. Um, I, I realized that some of the stuff I was doing was probably getting me flagged. So, so I started, um, I started just really, really getting into making sure that all of the messaging systems that I use are completely encrypted and, um, so through Facebook and everything is encrypted. No, um, I don't, I don't like to use Facebook as much as I make it seem. Yeah. But also it's not a big deal. Like I'll message you and be like, Hey man, what's up? But if I'm I'm talking about something that I'm researching at the time, I'm not going to send it over Facebook. I'll send it over like QR chat or something so that people don't. Yeah. And I don't know. There's a lot of really cool programs out there. Um, You'll have to show me some of that because I'd like to get into. Yeah. Lots of proxies. It's fun. My father-in-law told me about that too. He's like, yeah, anytime I order anything for my supplies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that for, he's got his whole doomsday. Oh, really? He's he's got got like a grocery store. It's crazy. Anyway, he's like, anytime (laughs) I research anything that I need to buy for that, I do it through proxies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I need to get into that too. Not that I do anything that's would be flagged really yet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well once you start getting into the stuff you yeah. you will even yeah. if you don't realize it because yeah. pretty much all i do now is i search guitar forums and music music, stuff, and, yeah. music and uh spirituality and normal meditation and crap like that um what is what's your phone carrier like what verizon you use? verizon okay Probably just make sure it isn't at&t because they're the worst the worst yeah there's um Oh, I can't Michael. remember the room number. It was room A one sixty four or something like that, and it um they <laughs> they were like sued for massive data mining and just really? taking like recording everything that goes through AT and AT and T, and it's it's pretty bad. They're a very sketchy company. I honestly. almost um I don't trust Verizon either, but more I don't so trust than, anything. Yeah, <laughs> anything that <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um. Something cool though, I kind of trust Apple because did you see that whole thing about mm-hmm. uh, uh, the FBI? What was it? Do you know? Yeah, more? you probably know more about it than I do. Yeah, they were unlocking people's phones. Well, that, the FBI phone. asked. Well, I mean, they do it with Android and they do it with everything else. Right. But through Apple's products, they asked if they if Apple would be like spies for them. Yeah. Basically, and be like, and they said, yeah, no, we want you to, and they, good. yeah, they not only said no, they exposed it all over. They, yeah, they were like, hey, the FBI asked us to do this, and we said yeah. no, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm so into Apple products. Like they, they're a genuine company. They're, yeah, they're, they don't yeah. want to be bought out by the government. I mean, maybe yeah. they do to a certain extent. Maybe that's why they got rid of Steve Jobs. Maybe he was like, hey, Bill Gates is doing it, like because. I don't mm. know. Steve Jobs did have a lot of problems with that. Or Apple had a lot of problems with him. Really? And yeah, after Steve Jobs died, they moved songs from 99 cents to, was it like 129? Because like he fought for that. I mean, he was fighting the company to keep songs at 99 cents. And really? then after he left, they were like, okay, well, some he's gone. Of them are, <laughs> like anything that's newer than like 10 years is 129. Mm-hmm. But anything older than that's about 99 cents. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you know that there's like there's songs by bands. There's a whole list, a Wikipedia page on it. There's songs by bands. So there's like at least 
60 songs by a bunch of different bands that are just silent. There's just nothing. It's literally just noise. There's not noise. It's the absence of sound. It's and they're on sale on iTunes for 99 cents. Really? Like the most popular one is um, the ballad of like the ballad of Billy Bob something. I don't know what it is, but it's a song by John Denver. And it's on yeah. sale. It's like a five There's... minute clip of nothing. And it's ninety nine cents on iTunes. Is there like a is there something behind no. it? Like is there no. any? It's just a name no, of a song, and it's there's nothing. no like layers over it. Mm-hmm. You have to go through different programs to nope. pull out a sound. Mm-hmm. No playing it backwards. No encoding. No wow. just nothingness. That's corn has one. Uh, there's there's a whole Wikipedia page of songs that are just nothing. Wow. Because yeah. I knew that there. Were, um, I mean, some of them are fictional, whereas like the unsound, where it's like it's a it's yeah. a sound from, for it's like the portal to hell or something like that. Where uh, if you listen to it, you have so much to live, or or like you listen to it and you're now your your mind is open to seeing demons or something like that. And it's, yeah, it, I mean, it's like really scary noises, and it's it's stuff that it's so believable, but also like yeah. I've heard it and. It, I'm not, no, this is yeah. just like legit. Nothing. Apparently, I have a year to live. If I die in a year, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> when did you listen to it? Um, a few months ago, probably like. Three oh, or four we should play ago. some of those on here, just like, like randomly with no some warning weird stuff. Yeah. No warning, just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it it's like it's really You're going weird. to hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's weird. It's um. Uh, I, I don't know. Some, some of the That's stuff I've some heard weird, is pretty... superstitious ape, yeah, like, monkey stuff. If you, I mean, if you go on the on like the deep web, you can find some pretty scary stuff that seems real, but it's yeah. you know it's up to you if you believe it. It's funny when you really like get into because surfing the web can be a real like. See people are like yeah, just surfing the web, but it can be a right. real like yeah thing. Like even me and Colton were just like searching YouTube, just random stuff, and then we got into this. Eventually, we were just clicking. Uh, similar videos to similar videos to similar videos and eventually we were like we're in the dark part of YouTube yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like we're, uh, <laughs> yeah. this is some weird stuff <laughs> we started watching this documentary called about the devil's bible and stuff like that wow. which is really it was pretty interesting but. yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> I at this point in my life I'm super open to information so yeah, even information. if I know it's gonna probably screw me up I'll watch it anyway because <laughs> i mean i'm you know i'm 17 like i am ready to be screwed up yeah there i mean go. you're gonna i mean you haven't even begun yeah uh when you're i mean just yeah your late teens to your early 20s is just the start of i mean i'm even just starting to is the start of self-discovery and you really start to figure out what makes you tick i was talking to yeah. um somebody about this last night too they were just like yeah, I don't really get what's going on. I'm just like, well, it's good that you're questioning it because you're going to start questioning a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start yeah. wondering. You're Especially gonna, if you're just like in your 20s. You, yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, wait, do I actually believe this or mm-hmm. was I just told to believe this? And so I yeah. believe it, you know, just like with anything, not just religion, not just our society, not, you know, you about yourself too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And I heard that this point in your life is kind of what determines if you're going to be a bitter old man or if you're going to be someone who wants to give back to the community and be like a good person. And I think person. that you're already, all self-discovery. I think that you and I both have decided we're not going to be bitter old men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a fear of mine, though, just because I am um, 
I don't know. I I'm really happy, but then also I feel like I could be too strict and serious about stuff. Yeah, don't take so, life too seriously. Yeah, but don't take it too not seriously. Take it seriously, but don't worry too much. But also, don't listen to what other people say. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those, yeah, don't listen to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't listen to the wind, people. But wait, boy. Uh, I've noticed that once I realized this, that this is my time of self-discovery. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I want the rest of my life to be this way. Actually, I don't ever really. I don't know if I ever want to figure it out because even you ask people yeah. in their forties, do you ever figure it out? Like, when do you start feeling like an adult? And they're like, oh, you just kind of get better at guessing. <laughs> they're not really. They're not, <laughs> yeah. There's never really a point where you figure it out. It's just like you kind of just are this way for the rest of your life, and I mm-hmm. like it. Because like, time goes by slower, and it's great. Like, because I used to right. think that time went by really quick. But as soon as I turned sixteen, I realized that I was like, oh, I don't like this. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm scared to yeah. grow up. I don't yeah. want to grow up. I want to be this age yeah, forever. Yeah, those two years to figure it out. Let's go. Yeah, and I was like clinging to being that age forever, and it made time go by so quick. Like, I don't remember a lot of stuff. Not that I was on drugs or anything, because I wasn't. But <laughs> I just like it. Just seemed like I didn't enjoy it. I didn't yeah. enjoy it myself. And uh, now I am. Like you, once you start sucking all the juice out of life, mm-hmm. it's that much more rich. It's like yeah. eating a big, juicy, plump, ripe, fresh orange every day. So many adjectives in that. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I love life. I, I really got that image. I feel like we shared that. Yeah, image. but you know that yeah. feeling like eating just a nice, plump, ripe, fresh, juicy fruit. You got all of those the exact same. Oh, did the same. That was, was good. We'll play back to back later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just that, just that feeling is what life like. Eating that is just like yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Especially on a nice day. <laughs> Nice sunny day, yeah. riding your longboard, eating a big old fresh juicy orange. Listen to like Jack Johnson or yeah, yeah. Sometimes Rusted Root, Rusted Root. Yeah, that one of the songs. What? Rusted. Root. You don't know Rusted Root? Oh no. my gosh! Do you like the Grateful Dead? I love the Grateful Dead. You would love Rusted Root. Do you like Dave Matthews? Kind of, kind of. Uh, the singer does a lot of the same stuff that Dave Matthews okay. does, and then they sound more like Grateful Dead. Have you heard of? The band. They're just called the band. I've heard of them, but I don't. Dave them. Matthews covered one of their songs. Um, I do like jam bands like that. that you know, those are cool, mm-hmm. little things. Grateful Dead is one of the greats. Rusted Roots like tighter though. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like the singing is looser, but the band is tighter. Gotcha. So. They well, sound hippy, like all hippy dippy, but they're they're actually an incredibly good band. Huh. Rest of root. Check yeah. them out, people. I'll check them out too. Yeah. We'll check them out together. Um, I think we're about about hour twenty minutes. I think. Yeah, I, th- yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. solid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's good. I gotta get going to my lesson soon. Yeah, gotta go I, teach Bob. I have to use the restroom, so yeah, might as well. I've had to for the past hour. Adam so. gotta take a pee. Yeah. So yep. I guess we gotta stop. Ugh, it's all that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening to the wind. Yep, we'll be back next week. Yeah, man. Uh, check out 
uh, next episode. Next Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, like today. Later. <laughs>